You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 129. Hello, photographers. Today's episode is all for you. So I just recently had my first wedding of the year. And for those who didn't know, this is actually going to be my last wedding season where I'm shooting weddings full time. And I'll still be booking weddings uh, for my team, but I am going to be stepping away personally to run other parts of my business and just spend more time with my growing family. But it did get me thinking about how it's felt like a while since I've shot a wedding. Like, I don't know, for some reason when I went there, I just felt like, wow, like, I haven't done this in a while, which is kind of true considering I just got off of off season, like obviously through the winter months, like I don't shoot hardly any weddings. And so I think the last wedding I shot was in like November. And so this wedding was in April. And so there was like a good gap, but um, it still felt like it just had been a while for some reason. And I mean, I know like every year it probably feels like that a little bit, but I had scaled way back this year. Like obviously it's my last year shooting weddings full time, but I also took on way less this year and focused heavily on other parts of my business. And it just really made me think about how much my business has evolved and changed and has grown over time. Like I've been a photographer for about 10 years now and never in a million years did I think that I would be doing all these different things that I'm doing today from the podcast to building a team to having educational content like all the things that I have going on evolved from the very first business I ever started which involved horses and I was a horseback riding instructor and then that turned into horse training and then I became a photographer and I kind of did those two in tandem for a while and then it all just evolved to where we are today so it's just crazy to like see the journey and how much my businesses and business and all the things have just changed and evolved over time and I mean I always thought like back then, like, okay, like when I first got interested in photography, I knew I wanted to be a photographer, but I guess for me, I just thought like, that's it. Like, I just want to be a photographer. And I also thought that there was no way I'd ever get to a point of expanding my business in a way that it is now. And I have heard this same exact thing from students that I coach and talk to and people that just follow me and ask me questions on social media. And I feel like every time I have a mentorship with somebody, like a one-on-one coaching session with another photographer, one of the first things that I ask them at the beginning is where they see their photography business going. Where do they want this to go in the next five years? And no one ever says anything that we're going to be talking about today. No one ever says, I want to own my own studio, or I want to build a team, or I want to have passive income as a photographer. Most people don't even know that those things are options for them. It's not even that they don't want them. They just don't even know. You don't know what you don't know, right? And they don't feel like those things are in reach. Like they just feel way too big, way too far away. So they're not even thinking about it. So today I want to share with you 15 different income streams that are photography specific and uh, things that you can add to your business or start structuring in your business uh, starting today, really. And I want to do this for a couple of reasons. Because one, I know that photo shoots are going to be your bread and butter. Obviously, like you became a photographer for a reason. You want to be shooting, whether it's photo shoots, uh, you know, maternity, couples, maybe your weddings, branding, ranch lifestyle photos, like whatever your, your cup of tea is. 
I know that's going to be like your main thing that you're doing, but in those slower off seasons, like we just got out of, as I'm recording this, like during winter, things slow down for everybody. Obviously, if you've built, like built up enough income throughout the year, then you might be able to have enough money saved up to get you through those slow seasons to where you don't need to do anything. But chances are like you're going to want some sort of income coming in. And so even if it's just a little bit here and there, anything helps, right? And even better if you don't have to put in a ton of effort to make it happen. So those are some things that we're going to talk about today. And also just how cool would it be to make some extra money on the side, right? Like maybe you're out at a shoot and then you check your phone and it says you just got paid. I mean, that's literally my favorite thing is when I just randomly get an email that says, boop, here, here's $50 being transferred into your account. And I didn't even do anything. It's just passive income. So that's really awesome. And I just want to put this out there too. Like all the things I'm going to talk about today are not all passive income, but they are just different income streams that you can have as, as a photographer and different ideas that you can do in seasons of slowness or when you get burnt out just and you need to like change something up. These are some ideas that you can do for that. So I hope this helps uh, and let's dive on in. Hey, you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast hosted by yours truly. My name is Sarah Elrod and I am a serial entrepreneur through and through, but most importantly, I'm a wifey, a mama, and pretty much a crazy horse lady. I started this podcast based on an old saying my husband once told me, that every successful rancher has a wife that works in town. And being the stubborn, wannabe homesteading housewife that I am, I decided that why do I have to work in town in order to contribute? So I made it my mission to teach other rural women and entrepreneurs how to grow thriving brands online from way out yonder. Whether you live out in the middle of nowhere, have to take a dirt road to get there, or if you're just a mama who wants to stay home raising babies and cows someday, this is the place for you. On this show, we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. So grab a coffee and your favorite notebook and let's saddle up and get to work. This is the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. If you struggle with creating content consistently, knowing what to post and when to post it, never knowing what to write about in your captions, then listen to this. I have been there in the trenches feeling totally burnt out by social media. Things are always changing and it's so hard to keep up. I went through seasons of never posting because I had no idea what to write a caption about. And maybe you can relate to this, which is exactly why I created the Social Herd Monthly Membership. My monthly content resource membership that helps you take control of your social media. Inside the membership, you will find access to hundreds of caption templates and new ones added monthly. There's also monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions with me where I cover all the topics you are dying to learn about and answer all of your toughest questions. The membership is less than what it would cost to buy one Starbucks drink per week, so there's literally no reason not to jump in. There's also no commitment, so if you sign up for one month and decide it's not for you, no worries, you can cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for Social Herd right now by going to sarahelrod.com slash social herd. I'll see you on the inside. Okay, so no surprise here, but the first one I have is weddings. And weddings are a great way to make money as a photographer. And it's something that you can charge more for earlier on in your business. 
Um, even when you're just getting started now, obviously you're not going to be charging thousands and thousands of dollars when you first start out. And you should be very transparent with clients that are reaching out to you about a wedding. You need to be very transparent about what your experience level is because you don't, the last thing you want is to have somebody book you as their wedding photographer, thinking that you have all this experience and then you blow it and that would not be great. So have them going in knowing your uh, experience so that you guys are all on the same page for expectations. But it is something typically you can charge more earlier on once you're confident and you do start doing weddings on your own. Uh, you can start charging, I mean, minimum at least $1,000 because it is a long day of work. Um, and so typically you're obviously not gonna be able to charge right off the bat $1,000 for a regular session. But Obviously, uh, if you are primarily a wedding photographer and that's what you're going to be specializing in or that is what you specialize in, uh, that's going to be what you charge the most for because that is what you specialize in. So you wouldn't charge more for a family session if you don't specialize in family sessions. But don't get it twisted because there are people that do no weddings at all and they make just as much as wedding photographers and they charge just as much as somebody would for a wedding for a regular family session. So if you think that there's no money in anything else besides weddings, just know that you're wrong. There are plenty of photographers like newborn photographers, boudoir photographers that are charging charging thousands of dollars for a two-hour session. So just understand that it is possible if you're like, I don't want to do weddings, like weddings are not where I want to go in my business, you totally don't have to, and you can still make great, great money in it. So yeah, I just feel like I need to put that out there because I feel like most people automatically just think they need to do weddings in order to make money. And it's just, it's not true. So the next thing that I have is full sessions. So when you aren't shooting a wedding or whatever it is that you want to do, obviously just regular different types of sessions could be like good fillers for your time. And these could be families, couples, um, maternity, newborn, whatever that might be. But remember to give yourself some breathing room because I see so many photographers on like social media and Instagram. And some of this could just be a marketing strategy. So if you feel like you see a lot of photographers that are like, oh, I'm always booked. Like I'm so booked. I have limited spots left. Take it with a grain of salt because there's probably like, I wouldn't take that as like they're shooting every single day. Some people do. And I think those people are nuts. Like why would you want to shoot every single day all the time? Like, I just, I don't want to work more than I have to. I love my job and I love being a photographer, but at the same time, like, I don't want to just work 24 seven, right? I want to, the reason you have a business is to have more free time to do other things in your life. So Anyway, that was just a hill that I had to stand on for a minute. But anyway, give yourself breathing room because I see people booking themselves up all the time. And, um, you know, if you are shooting every single night of the week, that just that feels like a lot. And if you're if you're genuinely getting that many inquiries, I think it's time to increase your prices. Like if you're booking people every single night of the week and weekends, increase those prices and like some of those inquiries are going to drop off, but you'll be making more or at least the same income for less work. And so again, I guess just overbooking myself was just never really my thing. I've always been pretty intentional about setting boundaries and not overbooking myself because I would rather take a pay cut and have like family fun time and, um, you know, then make more by doing more work and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, all that to say, regular sessions are a great way to, um, add in some income here and there. Another one is mini sessions. And personally, I do not do mini sessions and I never really have. Mini sessions are not my thing, but they are pretty good and fast money for a lot of people. 
And you could charge like $200 for a 20 minute slot in a mini session and do like eight or 10 in a row. And obviously that's, you're going to make out like a bandit because you're really not there for that much time. If you're doing 20 minute time slots and then you can just bang them all out really fast. I mean, that's a good chunk of money in a single day. Um, you know, really like an afternoon. And so if you're going to do mini sessions, I would recommend only doing them a few times a year um, sporadically, because if you do mini sessions like too often, then people are going to know that you're the mini session photographer and they're just going to wait around for your next mini sessions to roll around. They're not going to book uh, your full price session with you. And maybe that's your thing. Maybe you want to be the mini session photographer and like there is genuinely no shame in that. But Again, that just wasn't my thing. I did not want to. My experience, I feel like, involved way more than what I could give somebody in 20 minutes. So I just never offered mini sessions because I just felt like I couldn't provide what I wanted to provide in 20 minutes. Um, but that's just me personally. If maybe you're maybe you feel different. Um, the next one I have is guides. So you probably know. 500 photographers who also do education for other photographers, right? And my guess is you either love the idea or you hate it. There's usually not much middle ground or gray area when it comes to this. And honestly, I don't really understand why it annoys people so much when other photographers start doing education because really any type of industry can do the same thing. And if you're good at something, like why not teach about it and make money. Like that would be pretty business savvy in my opinion is to do what you do and then teach others to do what you do. Um, and then you're making money in two different ways. But if the reason you do not want to do education is just because you have no desire to teach, then that's totally fine, totally understandable. But you can still use some of these ideas for even just your photo shoot clients. So guides are a really easy way to make a few extra bucks per month. And if you already have a style guide or like a wedding PDF or something, you could send that out to your clients that have already paid you for free, but you could also sell it to people that aren't your clients. So maybe there's somebody across the country who's not going to pay the money to like have you fly out to come work with them, but they still follow you and they still find what you're putting out valuable. And you have this super in-depth wedding planning guide that you send all your clients. Well, you could sell it to them for whatever, 15 bucks. And it really doesn't have to be anything expensive. And that's something that they could still find useful. And, you know, that like, how nice would that be to make 20 bucks here and there, just like 20 bucks a day by selling this guide in the background of your business? Like, that would be amazing. And that's kind of similar. Like, I have guides that are just constantly running in email funnels and different like offers that I have that are running kind of just in the background of my business. And every now and then, like, I'll just get an email one random day that'll say, like, oh, like somebody just bought this resource, like, here's $15 great. Like, you know, it's not obviously going to make me a bajillionaire, but it's nice to have an additional like $15 every now and then. Um, if you don't know how to sell digital products like this, there's a lot of ways to go about it. But personally, my favorite is through Flowdesk Checkout. So Flowdesk is the email marketing software that I use. And now it has this service called Checkout where you can sell things directly through the uh, software, which is really nice because it's already tied to your email marketing. And so it'll put people in funnels if they buy your products. Um, and it just makes it easier to like upsell later on and, and just to add somebody to your email list. They buy a product from you and boom, they're put on your email list. So then you can continue to serve them um, in the future over and over again. So 
I really like Flowdesk Checkout. Uh, if you would like to check it out for yourself, you can go to sarahelrod.com slash Flowdesk. So the next thing I have is online courses. And obviously this is a similar concept to guides in the sense of it could be educational. And, um, you know, you could teach an online course that is photography education, but you could also make like a mini course or something that serves your ideal client. So if you don't wanna do education, maybe you make a wedding planning mini course or a posing mini course that teaches people how to pose better in photos. Um, things that just your ideal client is gonna find valuable. And I mean, again, this doesn't have to be anything expensive. It doesn't have to be a $1,500 course. It could be a $100 course. It could be a $50 course. Um, and something that people can just buy and they're not gonna be too stressed over how much it costs. And it just provides them value. You. And it's just a small ticket offer that ultimately could lead them to buying a bigger ticket offer with you, or it's just great extra cash in the background. The next one that I have is a photo booth. And these are really fun additions to have at events that are like weddings or corporate parties or birthday parties or whatever. Um, but the beauty of this income stream is that it is almost totally passive for the most part. You might have to like bring it and set it up. But I mean, for the most part, a lot of these like photo booths that people have today that they bring to weddings that they rent out, you just set it up and forget it. Like the people go up and push all the buttons and do all the things on their own. And you don't have to be there to really do anything. So you can either drop it off or you just hang out off to the side until it's uh, the wedding is over and then you pack it up and take it home. And there you go. So that can be really, really fun, um, a fun way to make extra income also. Um, the next thing is one-on-one -on -one coaching. So this is pretty much educational. If you do have experience and knowledge to share, you could consider offering these one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions to other photographers. You could charge hourly or you could create packages for multiple sessions. They can cover topics that are business strategy, marketing, social media, shooting techniques, posing, whatever that looks like. And this is a great way to make money in off season. Like, I'm just going to say it, especially if you are a photographer that a lot of other photographers follow. Um, they don't all have to be new photographers, but sometimes photographers just pay for mentor sessions to see how other photographers do things. And so don't feel like you have nothing to offer. If you are running a business that is even somewhat successful, like you are booking people, you're already ahead of somebody who hasn't booked a single client. So don't feel like you have nothing to offer and nothing to share. If you do feel like stepping into the education world is something you might be interested in, just don't, don't get the imposter syndrome thinking that you, you're not there yet. Um, because you're always one step ahead of somebody else. And the nice thing about coaching too, is that you can make money over zoom. Like you could do in-person mentor sessions, but I would charge more for that. Otherwise you could do like zoom calls and it's super easy and you don't have to leave your house and it's great. You could wear no pants if you want. Um, <laughs> the next one is kind of the same idea, but instead of one-on-one -on -one coaching, it's group coaching. So similar to one-on-one -on -one coaching, you could offer like sessions all at once to like 10 different people. And this is a really great option for those who want to learn in more of a supportive group environment. And usually these will go for a lesser rate than the one-on-one -on -one coaching because you are serving more people all at the same time and you're not giving each person that like one-on-one -on -one attention. And so it's just serving the masses, it's scaling, and you can charge again per session or by an hourly rate or package deal or multiple sessions, however you want to do that. And then the next one that I have is a membership. So creating a membership program for your photography business could be a great way to generate reoccurring income. Obviously, as a business owner, typically you don't have very much 
reoccurring income that is going to be super consistent, but with a membership that's relatively consistent, unless like a bunch of people decide to jump out of your membership um, one month. But like for the most part, it's going to be reoccurring consistent income for months to come. And you can set up your membership through, you know, services like Patreon or on your own website. Um, there's, there's plenty of platforms out there to do memberships on. And so definitely that reoccurring income is a big pro. Um, but I would also say that as far as a con of a membership, and I'm only saying this because I'm currently experimenting with a membership that I just created, the Social Herd membership. And I I love this business format. Like I really do. I'm really excited about it. But if you're the type of person that wants more passive income, this isn't, it's passive, but it's not because you have to put in the effort every single month to bring value or whatever is promised within your membership. So if you promise live trainings every month, like you have to obviously do live trainings every month. Um, so that might be a con. I'm, I just la like labeled it as a con because I don't know if it, I, I don't think it's like a bad thing. I am totally fine with doing it. I just, obviously I chose to do it. Like I want to do it, all those things. But if that's not your style, then maybe it's not for you. The next one that I have is prints and albums, um, which is pretty straightforward, but selling prints and albums is obviously a classic way for photographers to generate that additional income in their business. You could sell prints of your work. If you have like artwork, that's just like pictures that you take for fun that aren't necessarily of specific people, you could sell those. Um, you could also offer like albums to clients and prints to clients, like wedding clients or regular shoot clients um, that they can add on or buy from the beginning or however you want to do it. Obviously, if you decide to go and fill your own print orders, you're likely going to make more money doing that, but it is more hands-on and it will take more time Personally, for me, I just find that recommending people to use the print shop that's connected to their online gallery. I use PickTime and there's an online, like there, there's a print shop connected to their online gallery. So once I deliver the gallery, they can order prints, make albums, like literally whatever they want. And I don't have to do anything. That is all passive because PickTime takes care of everything. I don't even pay sales tax on it because they cover it. So it's just it's just a commission essentially that I'm making. Essentially, I'm affiliate marketing my own business model. So it's not a lot of money. You're not gonna make a ton of money doing it. I mean, you could charge, you can set your prices in there. Um, but obviously, like you're not gonna you're not gonna make a ton of money because you're not doing the work, but I don't really have a desire to do that anyway, so it's fine for me. The next one is apparel. So creating your own line of apparel. Uh, some people might call it merch. I personally don't like the word merch because I think it sounds cheap, but you can create apparel with your uh, photography prints or your logos. Um, that's a good way to generate some income. You can sell, you know, shirts, hats, other items, coffee mugs, whatever that might be. Um, that could be a fun way to get people to um, just wear your stuff. And it's also free marketing if they are wearing like t-shirts. Um, if you want to go that route, I would gift like apparel to clients, maybe like send them a box after they book with you that has like a t-shirt or a coffee mug or something. And then um, that's just like a fun little like, thanks for booking with me. But also if they wear it, like people might ask them and boom, there you go. Free marketing. I mean, not really free because you had to buy the shirt, but you know what I mean. Uh, the next one is affiliate marketing. And I love affiliate marketing, okay? There's probably so many companies that you could use for affiliate marketing in your business that you don't even realize offer affiliate programs. Places like HoneyBook, Flowdesk, QuickBooks, PickTime, and honestly, so many more out there. Uh, and even if it's not directly photography related, 
there's probably other brands that you love that might be still on brand for your business model. So if you're a Western photographer, if you can get into an affiliate program with a Western brand, a clothing brand or something that would still align with your ideal, uh, like your ideal clients or audience. Cause obviously if they're Western, you're Western, you know what I'm saying? Um, but you have to reach out to people and sometimes it's on their website. Like if you go to the bottom of a website of a company or a brand, it'll say like affiliate program or something. But even if it doesn't, it never hurts to like reach out and just ask them like, do you have an affiliate program? Like, I'd love to work with you. And a lot of times they will. And so because really it's not like a brand deal where they would just pay you for a post or something, pay you directly. It's a commission. So they're not going to pay you unless you make them money, essentially. So that's why affiliate marketing is nice because it's kind of a win-win for everybody. And I will say though, with affiliate marketing, you do have to put some time into it by talking about the products or the whatever it is that you're promoting, like relatively quite a bit because it's it's not going to just make you millions of dollars. People probably aren't going to trust you right away. Like if you're just like randomly promoting something, you're going to have to take the time to like really market this thing and show how you use it in order to make money at it. But once you kind of get that flow going and people get used to you talking about something, like let's say you do promote HoneyBook, you're going to have to talk about HoneyBook a lot in order to get people on board with trusting that it's something you actually use and that you're not just trying to make a buck off of them. But once you get that train rolling, like it'll start rolling. And again, you won't be a millionaire at this. I mean, some people are full-time affiliate marketers if that's like what you pour all your time into, but you probably aren't pouring 24 hours a day into this seven days a week. But it is, again, just extra cash to have here and there. So that's always really nice. And I just, like I said, love getting those emails. It's like, you just made $20 because somebody used your link. Like, great. Okay, so the next one that I have is a studio rental. So if you have a studio space, you could rent it out to other photographers or use it as a space for workshops or events. You could charge a flat fee or a rate per hour. And also, I actually just thought about this, but I didn't have it on this list that I'm reading off of, but I'm just going to throw it in there anyway. You could do, speaking of, like paid workshops or content days. So um, in off season, this is really fun for people that want more content or like, you know, let's say you want to put on a styled shoe and you want to charge other photographers to come to it because you put in all this effort. You're maybe you're going to pay other vendors to be a part of it. Great. Like you could charge photographers to come take pictures at this style shoot to get content. And that's um, a really good way to make extra money as well. The next one that I have is like a little out there, but it is a wedding venue. So if you happen to live on a piece of property, you could consider using it as a wedding venue. Now, this is kind of a whole different like business venture, just FYI, this isn't necessarily like totally tied to a photography business, but it could be a great source of income during wedding season because you could charge a, you know, flat fee or a fee per event. And it of course would be hard to do if you are a wedding photographer and you're trying to run a venue. And like, let's say you booked a wedding for a day that you have to be somewhere else. Like, obviously that'd be challenging. You're going to need more than just you to run that business, but you could also just not shoot weddings outside of your own venue and just be the exclusive in-house photographer for your own personal venue. And if clients choose to book you, you could either require you to be booked, which I wouldn't do because I think that's kind of a turnoff. Like some people want what they want and that's fine. But you could offer a discount if they do choose you as their photographer when they book the wedding venue and you kind of bundle it together for like a more good deal or whatever. The next one I have, and actually I think this is my last one. 
yes. Okay. Is brand deals. So touched on this a little bit. Brand deals are different than affiliate marketing, but if you have a strong personal brand that you've built on social media, you could partner with companies, uh, for sponsored posts or brand deals. And this is a really great way to generate income while promoting products or services that you really believe in and think are good. Um, obviously in order to have brands reach out to you, you're going to have to be posting a lot and establishing like who you are as a brand so that the right companies can find you that are going to be on brand with what you talk about, but there's no harm in reaching out to companies too. A lot of these influencers that you see and content creators that are working with these big name brands, the brands didn't just reach out to them. Like they could have reached out to those brands too. So the worst thing that a brand can tell you is no. Um, get used to hearing that word because in your life, you're probably going to hear the word no a lot, um, but it never hurts to reach out and shoot your shot and just see what happens. So I hope after hearing this episode that you realize just how many opportunities are actually out there for photographers that go beyond just taking photos, right? Like I would love to know uh, which one of these that we talked about today is going to be the next one that you add into your business? What's something you're going to try? And I want you to, to head on over to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast Instagram page and shoot me a DM so we can connect. And also make sure to join the Branded Cowgirl Podcast Facebook group. And also, please go leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really would mean the absolute world to me to have you do that. It helps this show grow. We hit 50,000 downloads. We are over 50,000 downloads. I forgot to make like an announcement about it, but we did. We're over 50k which is insane and I am shooting to get to 100k as soon as possible and we will do a giveaway I just decided just now we'll do a giveaway at 100k um download so that would be really really fun um thank you so much for listening and I will catch you in the next one bye You've just finished another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. And if that doesn't make you happier than a rooster on Sunday, then I don't know what will. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Branded Cowgirl podcast and TikTok. Also join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can find it by searching Branded Cowgirl podcast insiders or head to the link in the show notes. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. It means the absolute world to me to read your kind words, but it also helps other amazing rural women find the show as well. If you would like to sponsor an episode or advertise on the Branded Cowgirl podcast, then please head to sarahelrod.com slash sponsor BCP for more information. Thanks again for being here and I'll talk to you in the next one.